Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how to deal with haters when you're building your brand and a presence online. So the first thing that I want to say is that I'm a huge advocate for building a brand and building an audience around yourself, no matter what you want to do, whether you want to climb the corporate ladder, whether you want to start your own business, whether you want to go and be an artist, uh, which is pretty much starting your own business, or you want to do a combination of these things where you have a nine to five, but then you also have a side hustle that you've built yourself. No matter what your goal is, no matter what you do for a living, having an audience and having a brand that's built around you is the ultimate form of job security. And it also means that you are never going to be starving for opportunities. In fact, you're probably going to have more options than you know what to do with. So you can actually be picky and choosy. And the coolest part about this is when you put your message out there, when you share your authentic value, you attract more people who align with your way of thinking and the values that you have and the things that you want to do. Because that's what you're putting out there. And the people who engage with you naturally are also finding that interesting. So I'm a huge proponent of getting out there and starting to create content and building a brand around yourself. However, most people don't do this. When we actually look at the numbers, there's something called the 1% rule, which has to do with online communities. And this typically applies to content platforms like LinkedIn, like Instagram, et cetera. And basically what that means is you have 100% of the audience on that platform, but 90% of the people on the platform are observers or lurkers. They don't post any content. They don't comment on anything. They don't engage with anything. They just read. And then 10% or 9% rather of the people on the platform are what we call engagers. So they comment on things, they share things, they engage, but they don't create their own original content. And then 1% of the people on that platform are the original creators. They are creating all the content that's basically driving everything else. So when you start creating content, you know, you become one of part of that 1%, but there's also a reason why only 1% of the people do it. And that's because it's hard. It's not easy. And especially when we're getting started, a lot of these limiting beliefs come up, such as what happens when these haters or trolls or mean people show up and they bash me or they say, mean things about me. Like, how do I handle that? And that's a very legitimate concern, right? Because nobody wants to be treated that way, especially when we are being vulnerable and opening ourselves up to that by creating content. It truly is a vulnerable thing to do to write something and press publish for the entire internet to see. So the reason that I wanted to record this episode is because, as you probably know, if you've been following the last couple of episodes, I recently got started on Twitter about three weeks ago. And last Friday, I posted my first thread and it blew up. It got really, really big. I think it got something like, you know, 6,000 likes or, or whatever, a couple hundred thousand views. And there were a ton of negative comments on there. There were a ton of haters and trolls. And I thought this was really interesting because there aren't that many of them on LinkedIn. And I do think that's because your LinkedIn is associated with your actual name and picture and employers can see it and all that stuff. But on Twitter, like you can be whoever you want, right? You can have a fake account with a fake profile picture and nobody knows like who the actual person is behind that. And you can say anything you want. So I legit had people like telling me that I was an effing loser or that, you know, I had to suck a lot of blank in order to get to where I was and all of these other things and forgive the language, but I just want to share like some of the verbatim comments that I got and, you know, I saw and had to mentally process. And somebody actually emailed me and said, you know, how do you deal with people saying this stuff? How do you continue to share content and share your journey when there are people saying these negative things about you? 
So I wanted to record this episode to tell you a little bit more about how I respond to it and also to share that it's still something that, you know, I think about a lot and and struggle with when it comes up, right? It's not easy to put this stuff out there, even when you have a big following, even when you've been doing it forever. It's not easy to put this stuff out there and have people say those things about you. But at the same time, we also need to understand like who these people are and why they're saying these things and also, you know, how this actually might benefit us in, in a certain way. So... There's a couple of things I've realized after four plus years of creating content and building a following of a million plus people on LinkedIn and now 5,000 plus people on Twitter. So the first is that haters mean you're growing. I haven't really seen any haters show up on posts from people who aren't getting any traction. Like haters gravitate to posts where they think that they can get attention and where they think people will see what they have to say. And so they're not likely to come just like spew all this junk on somebody's post that has no real engagement and they don't have a following, right? If people are hating on your posts, it probably means that you're growing and you're headed in the right direction. So that's the first thing to realize. The second thing to realize is that haters mean that you actually stand for something. So when you challenge the status quo, you're you're naturally going to rub people the wrong way, right? So for me, you know, when I talk about landing jobs without applying online and to avoid online applications, there is a large subset of people that work in the HR space, for example, whose entire job really relies on online applications. And so naturally, I'm probably rubbing some of them the wrong way just because I'm basically saying, hey, don't go do this thing that all these people depend on for their job. And that's just one example. But when we challenge the status quo, when we bring a bit of a controversial opinion that might be new to the table, people aren't necessarily always going to embrace that. And they're going to push back on those concepts. And that probably means that it's working because if your content isn't saying anything new, it's probably not standing out, right? Mediocre content, average content, content that says the exact same thing that everybody else is saying, that content isn't what stands out on social media. And so again, People aren't necessarily going to engage with that, including the haters. But if you have a new perspective, if you have something that's changing the way that the traditional system operates in some capacity, there are going to be people who are not in agreement with that and who are going to push back. And so that is just validation that the message that you're putting out there is carrying some weight. And for every person who is pushing back on it, there are going to be one or two or five or 10 or 100 people who say, whoa, I never thought about it this way. Like, this is really insightful. I want to follow this person. And that's the tough part, right? We could get 99 positive comments and one super negative or mean comment. And our brain totally goes and focuses on that mean negative comment instead of the 99 from people who are like, whoa, I never thought about this, or this was super insightful, or this was really helpful. So It is helpful to go back on that comment or on that post rather and say, I'm not going to look for negativity because sometimes that's what happens. You know, this person shows up and they say something mean to us. And now we're like, where are all the other negative posts? What are other people saying? And we look for the negativity. So instead, what I'd encourage you to do is go seek out the positivity, like go reread every comment where somebody is saying, wow, this was super valuable. I learned a ton from this. Thank you so much for sharing it. Because rereading those and focusing on the positive is a great way to see the actual impact that you're having with the vast majority of people who are engaging with your content. 
The third thing I want you to realize is that haters actually boost your visibility. So this is one of my favorites because when somebody shows up and tells me to, you know, go take a hike or any of these other things, I always comment and I'm like, hey, thanks for the extra visibility. Like your hate for me in this post actually boosted it with the algorithm and how more people are going to see it. So thanks for the extra views, guys. And so if you don't necessarily realize this off the bat, like every comment that you get on your post is engagement and algorithms feed on engagement. They want to look for posts that have a lot of engagement. And so that hater coming in and leaving that negative comment is an extra comment on the post that's boosting its visibility. So, you know, more visibility for you, right? That's awesome. And we'll we'll definitely take that, although we'd prefer it from a positive source. Um, that is one way to think about getting a benefit out of some of these haters that come onto your post. And then something that I always like to do, if you're not sure what to say, I can tell you that the best thing to say is nothing at all. But if you feel the need to respond, something that I like to say is like, wow, this comment just gave me a bunch of extra visibility with the algorithm. So thanks for boosting this opinion that you clearly disagree with. Like have an awesome weekend. And that's an easy way to show up in a pretty positive way and to handle it well and do so in a public sphere. Um, Cause people will then kind of relate to your energy. They will, they'll feed off your energy and that's where the post will go from there. So that's something to consider as well. And then the fourth thing is that haters actually never really have a negative impact. I've never lost views or sales or engagement or relationships or any followers because of a comment that a troll or a hater left. Like people hate when they're scared or they're jealous or they're insecure. Like that's typically a reflection of something that's going on with them more than a reflection with what's going on with you. And you don't have time for that because you're on a mission to achieve your own goals. So the moral of the story here is that haters are just a natural part of sharing online. Like if you're going to put content out there, you are eventually going to run into people with some negative comments, with some goofy stuff to say. And at the end of the day, what we need to remember is that these people wouldn't show up on posts or for somebody who wasn't actually getting attention because they crave attention too. And that's what it's all about. And the fact that they're showing up actually means that you're standing for something. And that's validating the choice that you made in your messaging, in your posts. And then at the end of the day, these people are not going to have a negative impact on your brand. Other people see that negativity. It's not as if other people are looking at that silly comment and saying, wow, I agree with it. They're probably saying, look at this idiot over here. Like, like who takes the time to say something like that? And sometimes that can even make them feel like more aligned with you and more supportive of you. So the moral of the story is don't worry about those haters. Get out there and press post anyways, because the upside is so, 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 so much larger than any potential downside that we might have to deal with from some goofy people showing up and saying things on our posts. So I really appreciate the inspiration uh, from Twitter and uh, from the person who sent me an email asking me how I dealt with this. But I hope that this helps some people out there who have been thinking about posting or getting started, but don't quite know how to handle this situation. Or maybe they've gotten started, right? And they put some stuff out there. They've dealt with haters. They felt like they're alone or they don't know how to deal with it. I hope this gives you some framework uh, to kind of boost your mental confidence and help you keep going with the journey. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening and we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.